Welcome to the Business Fun Size Podcast. A weekly discussion on a business topic to help you grow your business. With me, Bertie Cordingly. And me, Debbie Duda. Let's jump right in. And we are live. Good morning. Good morning, Debbie. Morning, Bertie. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm all the better for seeing you, my dear. Oh, well, that's good, isn't it? Making everybody's Fridays brighter. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's exactly what you're doing in your yellow, <laughs> yellow attire. Although well, just the yellow earrings today. I know, but I thought there's enough yellow behind. There is. Enough, I don't have to. You know, it's it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're talk. What are we talking about this morning? Today we're talking about email marketing. Woo! Email marketing. It's one of those like I mean, we, we had a Marmite episode, didn't we, a long time ago? But it's one of those yeah. things that either. I think a lot of people don't do because they think, oh, email marketing's dead and it's horrible, it's dirty and it's spammy. So, yeah, we really wanted to talk about that today. So what's your experience of email marketing, Doodah? I love it. I love it. But I think you're right. I think people think, oh, email, it's like an old form of marketing. It kind of almost feels like telegrams, like who does that anymore? Nobody opens their emails. There's all these kind of myths around it. But actually, it's got one of the best return on investments out of all the types of marketing that you can do. So, you know, if you look at effort versus return, it's got a really good return for people. And I love it because it enables you to build a relationship with people. And you might think, like you said, emails a bit dirty, but we all check our emails every day, sometimes several times a day. And so you're landing in somebody's inbox and you're showing up. And even if they don't read it, you're getting that brand recognition. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's one of the, I mean, the, the, the main reason that I like it is because you just have 100% control of the list, right? Like, you know, you, you have those email addresses. I mean, it's all permission-based. I'm not talking about cold email and stuff. Like, if yeah. you're thinking about doing that, don't. don't. <laughs> it's against the law. It's yeah, like, it's the law. Not that we can, you know, like we've all broken the law now and again, haven't we? Do dar not mention any names. But regardless of uh, the, it's just really bad practice. It's just a shitty thing to do. Like it's just annoying, isn't it? Like if you get that cold email through, it's like, yeah. what? Why? Like you know, who's, um, you know, who responds to those things? Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you don't respond to yourself, it's like, you know, don't do unto others that you wouldn't do unto yourself or whatever the, the phrase is. But we're talking about permission-based marketing. So if somebody has opted in, if they've asked to receive your emails, then you should be sending them. So if someone's bought a product or a service from you, if you're not emailing them, then now is the time to start. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, you own that. And I think the thing is that people can rely too much on social media platforms and think, well, I've built my audience on social media platforms. But what if, God forbid, Facebook decides to shut you down? This literally does happen. Or everybody decides that Instagram isn't cool anymore and goes to another platform and you've spent years building your audience on this platform and everybody shifts over. If you get their email addresses, then you own that. That's a business asset. Mm -hmm. And that data is so important. And I think one of the things to think about is 
if you're on the fence and you're not sure whether email marketing is for you, look how many big brands are desperately trying to get our emails. Like even if I go into the bricks and mortar store of H&M, at that point of sale, they're trying to get my email address off me. Absolutely. Do you want me to email you your uh, receipt? Do you want to sign up to our club and give me your email address? If big brands like H&M in the bricks and in the bricks and mortar bit, trying to get you your email, that's a massive sign of how important it is to businesses. So, you know, we learn from what bigger businesses are doing. Clearly, email isn't dead. Like, that's without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it's, it's not dead. And it's a lot of people do it wrong. There are some people that are really doing it right. And, you know, there's, there's always the, the, the bits in the middle, but it is certainly not dead. And it is this concept of, you know, if you've got customers where they bought a product from your service or thinking about buying whatever point they are in your sales pipeline, then there's there's generally no reason you shouldn't be emailing them. I mean, yeah, let's just take one of the, the great fads of like last year, this year, Clubhouse, right? Yeah. So loads of people built huge Clubhouse audiences. And now Clubhouse, for whatever reason, has just stopped. Like, you know, people just yeah. stopped. I've even deleted the app. Stops notifications a while ago. Like, you know, gone from something that I was using a lot to don't even check in anymore. So it might be doing all right. Uh, you know, <laughs> sure the owners of Clubhouse aren't worried particularly too much. However, if you were showing up all the time and your audience suddenly dropped on Clubhouse, yeah. you've got no way of communicating or reaching them now. It's not that you can DM them on the platform or anything like that. Or, you know, you might have connected in other ways. However, if, you know, from the beginning you were trying to get those audiences to join your email list, et cetera, then you can still communicate with them because it might just be that that audience still enjoyed your stuff but not at the um, not at the expense of having to go through the rigmarole of reinstalling Clubhouse and having those notifications pop up every time some Tom, Dick and Harry goes live on there. So it's not that they don't want you, it's just they didn't particularly like that platform. So email is a great way of, um, of still communicating with people. Yeah, and it's a way to build that relationship slowly because when people turn up and they find you on social media or they might find your website, they might still be in that, I'm looking around, I'm shopping around phase. They might not be ready to commit and buy something. They might not know who you are yet. They don't trust you. If you've got something on your website that says sign up to my email list and I'm going to give you a freebie, you know, for product-based businesses, it's generally 10% off your first order. For service-based businesses, it's generally a free piece of content or advice. So you're giving somebody something in exchange for their email address. They give you their email address and then you get to nurture them. And that's that's really important in the kind of buying cycle is that you are doing that nurturing and you are looking after them and you are showing up and, and giving them value and all of that stuff. So that when they are at the point of that being able to make that decision and actually make that purchase, you're showing up regularly. They're building a relationship with you. They're starting to trust you. If they'd landed on your website three months ago, they're not going to remember who you are three months later. Even if you're amazing, they just won't because we have information pouring into our ears and eyes all the time. And so actually it's showing up consistently. And one of the best ways to do that is through email. And I just think like recently, I just started up a new business with Emmy yep. uh, called Debbie and Emmy Limited. And we're working together. And I was her business coach for a number of years. And that relationship was nurtured through my emails. And I remember it's one particular email that I sent to Emmy, which was about um, 
it was a quote from the Tao of Pooh and the Tay of Piglet. So it was me telling a story that was in another book that I'd read. And she replied and said, I love this. Let's start working together. I didn't know. She'd, she'd been on my email list for ages. I didn't know. And now we're running a business together. And that was through an email. That was through her ending up on my website, signing up to my lead capture, signing up to emails, me emailing her for a year. And then one of those emails, she went, right, I'm ready to buy. And then we've developed a relationship and started a business. If I didn't have an email capture on my website and I wasn't sending weekly emails, I would not be running this business with her now. Like that's such a good example of if you're not doing it, bloody go and do it. Yes, like yeah. you're missing out. And to to be able if you're if you're running a business you, you should be a you should be creating great content anyway like you yeah. should already have something to say so that's what you send in your email whatever you're saying that week whatever the topic is whatever the thing that you're focusing on whether it's you know maybe our emails next week will be email marketing and then we'll say come and watch this video you know but you've got something to say if you're providing a service or you've got products and Get in there, talk to people, build those relationships. So important in business. Don't just expect people to remember you. Like that's kind of arrogant in a way, isn't it? Yeah. You know who I am. Yeah, and and we all have, I mean, I think especially like when you're service-based and it's your own content, like you are your own brand, you can always get a little bit self-conscious, like, oh, I've been showing up on social media too much. People are going to get a bit annoyed. Like people just don't notice. Like nobody actually cares generally about the stuff. And even if you send an email that people don't people don't like, they'll just either delete it or you know the very worst then unsubscribe. Yeah, it isn't necessarily into the word. And unsubscribes aren't a bad thing. All you're doing yeah. is just curating your audience, the people that yeah. really do love you. Yeah. Like I started sending out daily emails at the beginning of the year. Now this is um, when people originally signed up to that list. Like I'd not probably sent an email to my list for six months before doing that. So I sent a look you're on my list. I'm now going to start sending emails daily. Um, feel free to unsubscribe. And probably lost a significant portion in the first two weeks, especially when they started reading the, the content of the emails. But those people, I'm pleased when, because when I looked at them, it's like, I'm never going to work with them anyway. Like, yeah. it's just it's just wasting time. And it's a vanity metric. Oh, I've got so many people on my email list. It's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. They're not going to buy from me. They're not. And I'm not necessarily... And it, this isn't about money, I suppose, as well. So let me just clarify. When I say they're not going to buy from me, what I mean is they're not going to get any value in any of the content. If they're reading my emails and thinking, this guy's an idiot, then they better unsubscribe. <laughs> because if they think I'm an idiot, then anything that I say, they're not going to take seriously anyway. If yeah. anything, it's going to push them the other way. So they're better off not on, on my email list. But if there's ever a point, and like what you say with Emmy, like there might be a point in the future where someone then is like, do you know what? I've been this, reading this guy's emails on and off for about a year, however long. Now I want to work with him because they yeah. know me a lot better. Yeah, and it, and and it's that it's that slow build, isn't it? And and people just aren't people just aren't going to remember you. They just aren't like it doesn't matter how big you think you are and you're in your own ego. So being able to develop that relationship with people over time is, is massively important. And whether you send them daily, like Bertie does, or whether you send them weekly like me, or whether you send them monthly, it, it's about that consistency, isn't it? It's about that consistency. So if you're listening or watching and you're thinking, well, I'd like to start emailing, but I'm yeah. not sure how to do it, just just 
commit to something if it's fortnightly commit to fortnightly if weekly scares you you know if daily scares you do weekly but commit to something and start showing up and don't worry about those unsubscribes because like like you said Bertie they're, they're not your customers yeah, and exactly. that's okay like that's okay not everybody loves us because we're all going to be Marmite we're back to yeah. that Marmite thing again aren't we some people will love your daily emails Bertie and they'll be the people who are best placed to buy your services and some people will be like no and then that's fine as well. But if you're not doing email marketing, if you're not regularly showing up, there's a massive gap in your marketing strategy. Like, yeah. get on it. <laughs> Completely. So if you are going to start, what I will say is don't just say, right, I'm going to send an email today. It's in the same way that like, right, I'm going to start doing social media. I'm going to do a single post. Like, you will get nothing from it. Yeah. So outline what you're going to do and the, the plan can change it doesn't mean that the plan has to be you know set in stone for whatever but when I started sending daily emails at the beginning of the year it was like I'm going to do this for at least a year that's quite a big commitment I'm not saying you have to do that but if you're going to sit right I'm going to do a weekly email then do a weekly email but do it for at least three months six months something and it's a bit like showing up to a networking meeting. If you're going to a networking meeting or sending an email and like expecting sales from that initial thing, unless it's a real product-based targeted special offer, then of course, that's a little bit different. But generally, these things start to work over time. It's about building trust. It's about building your brand over there and just really getting to know them in the same way you would do on social media. So don't just expect instant results because that is not the case. So it's something that you will do over time. So set an expectation, whether it's weekly, monthly, whatever. I mean, yeah, you know, you send weekly emails. I know people that send one like by monthly, but you know exactly when that email is going to come. Not that mine go out at a time of day or anything, but there is one email a day, come rain or shine, that goes out. And you're the same. I always get an email from you on a Thursday. Yeah, my Thursday yes, email. There you go. Thursday email. <laughs> like, please Although tell me I've got that right. <laughs> yeah, it is Thursday. It is Thursday, and it's great that you know that. Although you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a human being, and sometimes it it falls to a Friday, and that's fine. So we've got a question here from Kate Baker that says, "Can we pop that up?" Oh, I can't pop that. Up. You pop that. Up. So if we do a post on our own group daily or weekly or even monthly, and that is to a group of targeted followers, do we still have to do emails? Yeah, because you're posting on social media and you don't own that platform, but you do own your email list. And people might not see the post if it goes onto there, uh, if you're posting on social media. And capturing those email lists means that your business has longevity you're future proofing yeah. your business everybody might decide that Facebook is and they kind of have like Facebook's dropped off a bit of a cliff and everybody's gone to Instagram so you know not everybody but that's definitely a, a pattern that I'm seeing and so if you're just building an audience on one platform and everybody decides that it's not the cool thing anymore you're going to miss all of that opportunity um so definitely start building an email list that's 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 the future of your business that's kind of the foundation and if you're not sure what to post it always goes back to what who's your customer what do they want what does success look like to them what would be interesting to them and how can you add value and I think it's back to that like 80 20 ratio like you can sell to your email list um but you want to be giving value you know one of the emails I lo love opening might might have a bit of a sales message but it might have this is the book I'm reading this week or go and check out this podcast or here's a really nice blog post I found so there's extra value in there as well or the emails that are teaching me something so at the end of reading that email I'm like great I've learned something from that and that makes me want to open them again so go back to who's your customer and create 
messages that's going to help them in their quest to get wherever it is that they want to go. And Kate, if you're creating like maybe you're creating lives on your social media and you do a live every week, there's no reason why your email can't be go and watch this week's live, you know, and sending more people back to that social media post. So think about that piece of content you created that week and you can almost use your email list to go over there. So Kate says, I do have an email list. I lost a number under privacy rules change. So we'll start that. I'm on a few. Yeah, great. Go for it, Kate. Get building that email list. It's really important. If H&M are doing it, if made.com are doing it, if John Lewis is doing it, email is not dead. Yeah, absolutely. There's uh, there's there's so much you can do with email, Kate. And to, to anyone watching or listening now, because this is going out on the podcast as well, um, you can like if you're worried about it, just start. Just start yeah. doing something like like you know, depending when you're watching, listening on the replays. Like this is we're currently the middle of the year, 2021. I started sending d- daily emails at the beginning of the year. Like writing is not my strong point. I remember meeting Debbie a couple of years ago and she was like, what do you enjoy? And it's like, I didn't list the things that I enjoyed. It's like, I don't enjoy writing. (laughs) So it was a real push for me, but I've written 188 of these emails now because that's how many days we are through the year. Um, And it gets easier, it gets easier. And I had some feedback a couple of days ago from someone who said, you know, you're really good at writing these emails. Is it a case of practice makes perfect? And yeah, to a degree it is from sitting down to write used to take me three or four hours now it takes me like 20 minutes so it's uh, and I have just have a list of ideas so as soon as you start writing it then bleeds and cross-pollinates you start to get other ideas for you to do it so you don't necessarily have to do things every day and I'm not recommending that you do but certainly be consistent and don't uh, just think right I'm going to do a email and put loads of like don't send something and put loads of calls to action just keep it simple if you're telling someone about a single product or you want some feedback just ask for that piece of feedback and then another question doing another email a couple of weeks later you don't have to bombard every like no one's going to read a huge long email full of like here's our offers whatever just keep it really really simple and let us know how it goes you know how to get in touch with us right it's dead easy to find debbie doodah there's not many debbie doodahs in the world Now I've picked a good name there and Bertie Cord. Come and check us out on social media. And we're back here next week um, for a podcast or at 10 all across social media. And we look forward to sharing some more knowledge with you. Come with your questions. If you've got any topics that you would love us to cover, uh, pop that in the comments as well. We'll get through those. We want to be here to help you um, build and grow your businesses and, you know, do that with a, a bit of ease and a bit of joy. So it's not tricky. We want to make bit it of fun. Ease and a bit of joy. That's what bit ease. Of ease and joy. Come on, on a Friday morning. Bit of, bit of, everyone loves a bit of joy on a Friday. Right <laughs> then. I'm sure Joy does as well. Let's see you next week, Debbie, for uh, another 10 minutes or 18 minutes and 11 seconds. <laughs> Every Friday at 10 a.m. Thank you very much. Thanks for watching. Listen, everyone. We'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Fun Size Live podcast. Join us every Friday morning at 10am on my LinkedIn and over on my Facebook page. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review. And we'd love for you to come and say hi to us on social media. See you next week. Bye.